If you were with us last week, you know that we met together and we had a special Mother's Day celebration. And so, and we recognize the women of the church and their contributions that they make to help lead the Christian church and to lead the world around them, right? And does anyone remember we talked about what scripture? Proverbs 31, right? And we looked at 12 qualities or characteristics that made, you know, according to Proverbs, made a good woman. But for us, we said, you know what? That's what it means to live a life, you know, to live a life the, who, of someone who fears the Lord. And we broke it down into 12 characteristics from Proverbs 31. And we're going to spend the next couple of weeks looking at characteristics that complement that, characteristics that go with that, through examples of women in the scripture as well. And kind of seeing what makes them stand out. And how they embody Proverbs 31 to the fullest. So that how we, whether we are... can live our lives out of those 12 characteristics. So, we're going to start by looking at our scripture found in Acts chapter 9. And you're going to have a Bible in the pew if you need it. Acts chapter 9. Sunday school, we talked about some of the keys in learning to read the Bible, right? Acts chapter 9. And one of those things we addressed was translations and paraphrases. I think our pews are King James Version, but I'm going to read this from a paraphrase from the message, because sometimes it just makes it a little easier for us to understand. So, Acts chapter 9, if you are in the pew Bible... That happens to be page 951. Page 951, and I'm going to read it. We're going to be starting with verse 9, and I'm reading 36 through 42. And it says this in the message paraphrase. Down the road away in Joppa, there was a disciple named Tabitha, which means gazelle in our language. She was well known for doing good and helping out. Doesn't that kind of sound like the woman we heard about you last week? She was well known. That kind of said people knew her for what she has done, right? For doing good and helping out. Sounds like she was reading Proverbs 31, right? During the time Peter was in the area, she became sick and died. And her friends prepared her body for burial and put her in a cool room. Some of the Peters had heard some of the disciples had heard that Peter was visiting in nearby Lydia and sent two men to ask if he would come and be so kind to come over. Peter got right up 
and went with them, and they took him into the room where Tabitha's body was laid out. Her old friends, most of them widows, were in the room mourning, and they showed Peter pieces of clothing that Tabitha had made while she was with them. Peter put the windows all out of the uh, put the widows all out of the room, and he knelt and prayed. Then he spoke directly to the body of Tabitha and said, "Get up." She opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. She took her hand and she helped, and he helped her up. Then he called the believers and the widows and presented them to her alive. When this became known all over Joppa, many put their trust in Jesus. And Peter stayed a long time in Joppa as a guest of Simon the Tanner. Now, Thirty-six through forty-two is seven verses of scripture, and we learn about a woman named Tabitha or Gazelle. Gazelle, and only a couple of verses even tell us about how she lived her life, right? But we do know something. We can kind of gather some things. People missed her when she was gone, right? They respected her. She had worked with her hands. Remember, they brought out the cloths that she had made, so she was good with her hands, and she worked hard. She helped others, and she did good. That sounds like uh, some of those qualities we read about, right? And so how does that translate? And what can we gather from just those seven verses, especially just the couple that mentioned how Tabitha had even lived her life? The first thing we need to know is that Tabitha was a disciple or a follower of Christ, or, as Proverbs would probably have called it, a woman who fears the Lord. Right? If you're reading it from a translation, especially the NIV or the King James Version, it actually says something different. It says that Tabitha, it specifically says, was a disciple. And in fact, this is the only time the word disciple is used when in reference to a woman in the Bible itself. So we get right there that if she was a follower of Christ, if she was a woman who feared the Lord, then her life and the life that she had lived was one where she set an exact point where people made note of who she was and who she served. We tend to think sometimes that these little words in the Bible don't really mean much. But we can gather a lot by the fact that Tabitha is the only woman really identified by the word disciple. And the fact that she's being recognized for her faithfulness in her service on earth. That's why she's a woman for us to look at. She was a woman who was able to model what we learned about last week. Because the word disciple means something in specific. It means to bind yourself to something else or someone else. To sit at the feet of someone 
and to fellowship and learn from them. It's an attachment to someone else. And so when it meant to be a disciple of Jesus, it meant that you unconditionally sacrificed your whole life to follow Jesus. To be bound to Jesus and to do God's will. To abandon your old life and to live for Christ. A woman who fears the Lord, right? Who does as the Lord asks. disciples always belong to Jesus, and if we want to make a difference, men or women, then Jesus has to first make a difference in us. He has to be our Lord and Savior. Being a disciple has to do with God building a kingdom, an eternal kingdom, and using us. If you want to make a difference in people's life for today, we need to first allow him to make a difference in our lives so that we can make a difference and he can use us to make a difference, an eternal difference that comes from knowing Jesus. And so the one thing it said is that she did good, right? And we learned about it in Proverbs. She was, the, the woman in Proverbs 10 was always willing to help out, wasn't she? To help others, to lend a hand to the poor. And the call to being a disciple, to being a follower of Jesus, includes a call to service. A disciple serves God, and a disciple serves others. Tabitha's life is marked by a life of continually serving others. And that service fulfills a role of a disciple. Look at Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. to continue in what we discussed in Sunday School about the importance of paraphrases and translations this time, we're going to listen to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 from the New Century Version, which translation, which says this, God has made us what we are. In Jesus Christ, God has made us to do good work, to live our lives doing. We have been created to do good works. We were created to help serve others. It says it again in Colossians 1.10. So that you will live the kind of life that honors and pleases the Lord in every way, will produce fruit in every good 
fruit in every good work. We've been created to serve, to do good things. We read in Acts that Tabitha was always doing good, right? She was always helping others. She was constantly looking and thinking of ways to help others. And that's what makes someone who has a heart of a disciple, someone who has a heart of service, unique. We may not have the specific skills or spiritual gifts of service. If you have spiritual gifts inventory, one of them is service. But the thing is, to think of it that way kind of does us a disservice. Because we are all called to help others. It may not be something we're inclined to do. It may not be something that comes easy to us. We may not have a heart that is burdened for the needs of others. But if we don't have a heart burdened for the needs of others, then that's when we need to start to develop the heart of the Lord in ourselves. Because that is what breaks his heart. Jesus died on the cross for the need of others. And so we are called to help others. Not just full of good words, not just wise, but making a difference. The Bible tells us that our faith without action would be dead. Not only are we to be wise, as it said in Proverbs, but we are to put it in action and to help others. Making a difference by giving of ourselves and helping those in need. Towards the end of his life, was sending out a Christmas message. And back then I did telegram, and some of you young guys may not know what that means to send a telegram, but you kind of paid for how long it was. Just like in a newspaper, if you ever tried to put an advertisement out, you had to pay for length. There's some ads on the internet that you still have to pay for like that, you know. You pay for space. And the same thing went with the telegram. You paid for how long it was. And so in effort to save money, they sent a one-word telegram. And that telegram simply said, others.
hand for them, right? They showed them the things that she had made with her hands with them. They kind of showed her, showed him what she had done for them and told him about her. They were, in fact, a living testimony of what Tabitha's life had been. We do that here every Sunday morning as part of our program, right? We have a praise report time where we can encourage one another by being able to share a testimony, a praise report of what the Lord has done for us. And in doing so, encouraging others so that they can see that the God we It's not even like a whole 
this one thing that Elizabeth helped you was what kind of example she set says. She always doing good deeds and kind acts. Not even ten words. But it says so much about her. Not even ten verses. And we learn of her ministry to the people of the church, to the widows who would miss her. Stretching a mile high Take a look at the ocean Far as your eye can see And think of me Take a look at the desert Do you feel like a grain of sand? I am with you wherever Where you go is where I am And I'm always thinking of you 
Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, help us. We love you so much. We love you more than anything, Lord. Help us to have a heart for your people and to see the need of the world and to be of service, to leave a mark and to make a difference. Be with us. We ask these things through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. 